A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. What is the connection between Shofar and Yom Hadin? How do we know that Rosh Hashanah is Yom Hadin? The first thing to know is that the Shofar, or its cousin, the trumpet, the difference being that a Shofar is a, uh, a horn, a natural substance, the horn of an animal, whereas a trumpet is a man-made uh, object which serves a similar purpose, made of uh, metal. The purpose of the Shofar and the trumpet in ancient times was to proclaim something, to make an announcement or an alert. For example, we find in the Torah, in Sefer Bamidbar Perekiot, chapter 10, the book of Numbers, Moshe Rabbeinu is instructed by Hashem to produce Hasosarov Kasef, trumpets made of silver. And this was in order to announce to the people that the camp was to be broken, to break camp and to pick up and prepare to move, to travel. And also we find in Pasuk Teth, in verse 9, that it was also, these trumpets were also blown at, at, uh, at time of war. When war threatened, when the enemy approached, it was a warning and it was an, an announcement. And essentially, the hasosara, the trumpet, and the shofar are uh, there to serve uh, the, the self-same purpose. In the Mikdash, both the trumpet and the hasosara were blown on Rosh Hashanah. Whereas uh, the shofar was the more particular uh, miswa, or the more particular sound that was associated with Rosh Hashanah. And that's why we use the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. When we find uh, the day of Rosh Hashanah mentioned in the Torah, for example, in Sefer uh, Waikra Perech Kaf Gimel, chapter 23, uh, the Torah does not explicitly mention the word shofar. The Torah speaks about a Yom Zichron Teru'ah. Zichron Teru'ah. And this term has to be understood. First of all, the word Teru'ah means uh, a certain kind of uh, sound or blast on the horn or the shofar, uh, which was used, as we mentioned, to announce, to proclaim, or to warn. The fact that the same terminology of Teru'ah is used also with regards to another miswa in the Torah, namely the miswa of proclaiming the jubilee year, Shnat HaYovel, on Yom HaKippurim, and there the Torah specifically mentions the word Shofar. This is the reason that we learn uh, from one case to the other, and we blow the Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. But the word Teru'ah itself actually just means uh, the blast of a trumpet or of a horn. With regards to the Ovel in Perek Hafeya the Torah states, First of all, this miswa of Shofar on uh, Yom Kippur of the 50th year, Shnatha Yovel, is specifically done on the 10th day of the month, on Yom Kippurim, in order to distinguish it from 
the teru'ah, uh, the blasting of the horn on Rosh Hashanah. So that it should be understood, this is not one and the same thing. Second of all, here the Torah uses the term teru'ah and it also uses the term shofar. And on this basis, and on the basis of uh, tradition from the Nevi'im, from the prophets and their students and followers, and Sheikh Neset HaGadolah, the men of the great assembly, we received the tradition, the, the halakha, that the shofar, as opposed to a hasosara, a trumpet made of metal, is to be used on Rosh Hashanah, as is the case uh, with regards to the blowing of the shofar on Yom Kippurim in Shnat HaYovel. What we need uh, to understand and explain here, with reference to Rosh Hashanah, is the term Zichron Teru'ah. What exactly is a Zichron Teru'ah? The term Zichron or Zikaron, which the Shoresh, the root, Zachar, Zayn, Kafresh, has to do, as we all know, with remembering. That is usually the case. But the same root, Zachar, has another meaning, namely to mention, to relate, to tell, to uh, announce, and to make known. We find this secondary and related meaning of this uh, shorish, of this root. For example, in Sefer Yeshayahu, in chapter 12, Pasuk Dalet, the Pasuk, before Pasuk Dalet, speaks about um, relating and uh, making known and publicizing Hashem's greatness and his uh, great deeds on earth in, in human history. And it says, This is a pasuk that will be familiar to many from Tefillah. Because a similar pasuk, which we say every day, uh, appears in Divrei Yamim. Make known, publicize, publish the great works and deeds of Hashem. Hazkiru kinisgov shemo. Hazkiru. This word hazkiru means to announce, to make known, to publicize, to speak about. And that's exactly what the term zikron teru'ah means with reference to Rosh Hashanah. Zikron teru'ah is a teru'ah in order to announce something, to make it known. Just like Hazkiru, Kinizgav Shemur, means relate, speak about, make known, because Hashem's name is Nisgav, is, is very uh, exalted and mighty and, and needs to be uh, spoken about and, and disseminated amongst all peoples. In the same way, Zichron Teru'ah means you will make a Teru'ah, you will sound a Teru'ah, which is a particular kind of sound made with the Shofar, or it could also be made with the Hasosara, by, by way of a trumpet. But we are told that we must do so by way of a Shofar, on Rosh Hashanah, and on Shnat HaYovel of Yom HaKippurim. And this is by way of Zichron, by way of announcement, in order to announce something. And what is it that we are supposed to be announcing? This is exactly the point. This is what we all need to ask ourselves. What is it that we are announcing? Why does the Torah tell us to announce something uh, on the first day of the seventh month? And the answer is, it is to announce that it is Rosh Hashanah and that this Rosh Hashanah is Yom Hadin. The term Rosh Hashanah, by the way, should not be misunderstood as it is sometimes by some people. 
to the effect that this is the beginning of the Jewish year and there is no other uh, beginning to the Jewish year. We know that in, in the Torah and Judaism, there are a number of uh, starting points or points from which we count uh, time. The first month of the year is the month of Nisan, which is the month of Pesach, as we all know. Whereas Tishrei is also, is, and that's one Rosh Hashanah, one of the Rosh Hashanah, four uh, Rosh Hashanah, four beginnings of the year, or four uh, points which we mark and which we use as uh, beginning points in terms of our calendar, one of them is in Nisan, another one is in Tishrei. The beginning of the agricultural year, for example, is Tishrei. Because in the month of Tishrei and Heshwan, these are the months when the fields are sown in terms of grain crops, such as wheat and barley, etc. And that is the beginning of the agricultural year. So when it comes to Miswoth, like Shemitah, like the sabbatical year, for example, the, the year is counted from Tishrei. It would make no sense to start from Nisan, for example, which, we, which is essentially the middle uh, of the agricultural year. So the word Rosh Hashanah doesn't uh, actually mean that much. It, it all depends what, uh, for what purpose and in what context are we discussing Rosh Hashanah. When it comes to uh, the beginning of the agricultural cycle, Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah. When it comes to uh, the beginning of uh, agricultural cycle with reference to to trees, to fruit trees, etc., then the, the beginning of the year is in the month of Shavat, because that is when the the first trees begin to to blossom, etc. So for different purposes, there are different Rosh Hashanah. The term Yom Hadin is the important thing here. This is what we find in the Mishnah, in Musechad Rosh Hashanah. This is an ancient tradition from the Nevi'im and from Anshay Knesset HaGadolah that this uh, day of Rosh Hashanah is also a Yom Hadin. The fact that this day, the first day of the seventh month, which we usually refer to as Rosh Hashanah, the fact that this day is Yom Hadin needs to be announced. We have to be informed of this fact. As Rambam writes in Yechoth Teshuvah, in a similar vein, the purpose of blowing the shofar, Rambam writes there, is to wake people up, simply put, to uh, cause people to uh, awake from their slumber, by which he means the, the daily grind of, of life, of uh, having to take care of uh, 101 things, which tend to distract us from the more important things in our lives and in Am Yisrael's existence, and to focus our thoughts uh, on what is truly important and to uh, see how it is that we can more properly, more completely fulfill our roles. Each one of us has a role to play in the ongoing and unfolding uh, drama and uh, story of the Jewish people, the, this, the unique people that were chosen by Hashem for a unique purpose. And every year Hashem takes stock of the situation and every person within Am Yisrael and, every, and the nation of Am Yisrael as a nation uh, within the context of the entire uh, world of human affairs. All this is uh, examined and uh, plans are made for the coming year. And we need to be aware of this fact. We, this, such a day could not simply pass us by without us even being aware of it.
and therefore we blow the shofar. Rambam's words in this connection are essentially uh, another expression of what we just said a moment ago. In other words, the Torah is telling us to blow the shofar to announce something, to announce that today is Yom Hadin. Another way to uh, understand this concept is to think in terms of an army which has a commander-in-chief. In ancient times, uh, the commander-in-chief of the army was usually the king. And, in t- and to this day, in some countries, such as the United States, the commander-in-chief is the president, is the head of state. Now, when the king or the president or the commander-in-chief of the armed forces comes to uh, visit some outlying uh, outpost, shall we say, some garrison or some base uh, in his armed forces, uh, or, for the, or on the other hand, when the uh, king enters a city or a place, in order to announce his arrival, it was normal, and it is still uh, the practice today in many countries, uh, that when the head of state uh, enters uh, a certain forum, arena, building, etc., for example, when the president of Israel enters the Knesset, the Israeli parliament, trumpets are sounded, and the same is true in many countries. To this day, this practice of announcing the arrival of the uh, individual who is at the very uh, apex of the pyramid, the head of, of, of the government and the person above all others, by way of uh, a blast of the trumpet, this practice was a, a practice in ancient times and continues to be practiced to this day. And that is exactly what the Shafar is doing. It is t- to remind us, to inform us, uh, the Commander-in-Chief, Hashem, Qadash Baruch Hu, Melech Malachim, is uh, arriving and uh, is checking his troops. He is uh, ascertaining whether his troops, his army, the Jewish people, are properly prepared and trained and whether they are able to assume the responsibilities and take upon themselves uh, the, the various actions and uh, policies that that will be required in the coming year. And each of us has our part to play. And this should be the the focus of our thoughts and our tefiloth on Rosh Hashanah. So when we hear the teru'ah, the shofar being blown on Rosh Hashanah, we should be viewing this and considering this on two levels. First, on the national level, we should think about and take stock of ourselves as a nation, the Torah nation of Am Yisrael, uh, appointed by and uh, directed by Hashem to fulfill His purpose and His aim on this earth. And therefore we need to ask ourselves, as a nation, first of all, are we actually uh, doing our job? Are we living up to that um, purpose? Are we... uh, seriously considering on a daily basis and on a yearly basis how we move Hashem's agenda in the world forward based on what we find in the Torah. And from that devolves a second consideration, which is for the individual. How exactly am I part of this greater picture? And what can I do this year, in this coming year, to move the ball forward, as it were, to further Hashem's aims and purposes in the world by way of playing my role and my part within the Jewish people in the coming year. 
שנה טובה. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Barheim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Yisrael, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.